If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms And ready-made clothing has lost its charms Join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes that fit and last Self-Sewn Okay, hello and welcome to the Self-Sewn Wardrobe podcast and live broadcast. If you're listening via podcast today, um, feel free to get on Facebook and join our group at facebook.com slash groups slash Self-Sewn Wardrobe. And that's where you can find all of these live videos and things like that and lots of fun stuff. Um, We have a good time. Today's broadcast is quite visual. Um, so I I do want to give a little heads up to our podcast listeners that if you are listening to this, um, I, I, I will do my best to explain everything um, <laughs> nicely and maybe I can post some photos um, and, and, and put some links in the show notes and things like that. But uh, why I had a question <clears throat> come up in the group from Carl about drafting darts into a pattern. Uh, He says that he has a shirt on that he's making and that the the fabric is sort of billowing out a little bit around, he said the small of his back, I would imagine sort of the waist-ish area where our bodies tend to get a little smaller um, sometimes. Uh, So I'm going to discuss this and uh, see... See if I can't clear up some stuff for Carl. So what I'm going to draw on my dry erase board first. Oh, and you know, it's one of those mornings where Facebook is telling me I have comments and I can't see them. So that's it's always lovely. All right, so Carl says he's got a shirt. I'm going to draw a shirt here. And a sleeve. Sleeve. Not a very... Not a very um, accurate shirt. I think Carl said that it had two pleats um, on, on the back. But I would imagine what Carl's talking about. Carl didn't post a, a photo, which we kind of like, okay, to have. But that Carl has a shirt that sort of looks like this. And it's got some extra fabric here around the waistline. Maybe maybe this shirt's a little longer than that, okay? Um, and he wants to slim it up a little bit, okay? Carl would like the shirt to be a little bit more form-fitting. I was thinking about this in the bathtub this morning. A lot of times, I mean, I don't want to say I have like a, I don't want to do a, a big generalization about men in general, you know, but a lot of times the men who come to us to learn to sew, they end up doing a lot of this. They want a little bit of a, of a nip taken in and a shirt or a lab coat, um, uh, as Dr. Frank did. And it's it's kind of interesting because I think maybe the, just the way I've been socialized in society, I don't expect men to really, you know, care that much. And that's very naive of me. So anyway, uh, I'm going to talk to Carl about some darts. So Carl uh, gave some good information with this question that makes me able to answer this. He said that he thought he needed two darts on the back of his shirt and that they each needed to be 0.5 inches wide. So he's probably pinching up his shirt about an inch and getting a satisfactory look. When we are taking in clothing, okay, 
the more seams or the more darts we have, the more fitted, the more customized the clothing can be. So Carl's not pinching in at the side seams. Carl has figured out that he needs two places to pinch in. I'm trying to line these up, okay? Two places to pinch in that are, you know, actually in the back of his shirt. And so I've drawn some vertical lines there, sort of where Carl, I believe, is imagining that his dart should be. Okay, so uh, let me, I'm going to, I'm going to erase my little uh, wrinkly lines that I'm imagining are on Carl's shirt. I'm going to draw my dart lines back in. Carl says he is going to dart the shirt directly underneath those pleats on the back. And, you know, that sounds like a really good idea. Uh especially if it does work on the garment. This can be so different for every garment. This isn't like a hard and fast rule or anything. But princess seams on women's clothing or darts on women's clothing or men's clothing. Uh, most of the time, men's clothing, they don't talk about like princess seams a lot. Not that they aren't on there sometimes. But what these do is they help to distribute the shaping around your body. Imagine your body is a cylinder. Everyone's body is a cylinder that then has gotten carved into, you know, some different shapes. So um, giving yourself two more places other than the side seams to shape on your back is a great idea. So I would imagine that there is a spot on Carl's back where the shirt fits him great. Probably around his like mid to lower rib cage. And I'm going to draw a line on the shirt in a different color. And this line is supposed to indicate where the where the shirt is fitting Carl very well. Okay? <clears throat> I also imagine <clears throat> excuse me that the shirt fits Carl around his hips okay from what he's saying. And I'm going to draw a line on the shirt, another horizontal line. Sorry, it's not very straight. <laughs> I'm holding this sideways and I can't see what I'm doing. But Okay, I'm defining the area where Carl had those wrinkly lines, okay? And Carl said something in his comment. He said, I'm just putting some random darts in. I just don't even, I don't even know. I'm just pinching. And I was like, you know what? Pinching your garment up and seeing how it looks on you is completely legitimate. I think I said legit. Uh, it is fine to do that. That is, that's where this comes from, okay? That's... That's how draping works. That's how some design of garments works. So it's okay that you, Carl, were kind of pinching and seeing and da-da-da-da-da what you, what you wanted, okay? So if you were pinching and you figured out you needed a 0.5-inch wide dart, that's great. You know, you know a really important thing about your two darts now, okay? So I'm going to erase my little lines here that are my vertical placement lines for the darts. And I'm going to talk about the construction of the dart in general on the shirt. I'm going to do a little bit of a generalization. And then I'm going to erase this whole thing and do like a blow up of the dart just on this dry erase board. So Carl's going to have two darts. I'm going to turn this toward me so that I can get something nice. Darts look like diamonds, okay? They look like two long triangles put together for a waist dart like this, okay, where you're going both directions, where you uh, slim up in the middle and then get wider again. So what Carl's going to have here uh, when he constructs his darts are two 
sort of like lines that are 0.5 inches wide. And then he needs to blend those back to zero at the points where his shirt fits well, where he doesn't want to take up anything. And that's what his darts are going to look like. Now, I will say, this is not to scale. <laughs> and Carl, you may want to sew up your darts, see how they look, um, use a long stitch length when you sew them up so that you could take it out and redo your darts. You want, though, you don't want your dart to be too short because it will create, like, a bag, all right? You kind of want a little bit of a longer dart so that it can... Uh, what do I want to say? It can blend up nicely into that, into your body, <clears throat> into the cylinder of your body that I believe would be around your rib cage, okay? If you make a little short dart, you end up creating like a bag or a conical shape, and that would be something that would accommodate a breast or, you know, it would be like a bust dart, okay? We, would, we don't want a bust dart, though, in the back of Carl's shirt, I don't think. If you do, great. Um, so these lines here... What they're indicating is this is this is sort of what it would look like on a pattern. You'd have you'd have four dots, okay? Two that are at the top and the bottom where it blends back into the pattern being like, you know, uh, being flat as though Carl had just cut it out. And then you have these other two dots, and they're probably 0.5 inches apart because Carl has determined that by pinching, by uh, messing around with his garment on his body. Perfect way to do all this, okay? And then these lines here, the diamond lines actually get sewn together, right sides together, to shape the garment into a more pleasing shape so that Carl doesn't have a bunch of pooling around his body so that the shirt maybe just nips in just a bit, so that he doesn't look maybe, you know, we can look a little dumpy when we don't have darts or, or just like like your clothes don't fit and you don't want your shirt to wrinkle up a whole bunch. You know, if you have a bunch of extra fabric somewhere on your body and you're working throughout the day or this is a shirt that you wear under a suit coat, like you take that suit coat off and you can look like you have a super duper wrinkled shirt, okay? So let's go back. Um, let's let's zoom in on our dart a bit here. I'm going to erase my shirt drawing. I know it was beautiful, wasn't it? Get this all cleaned off. And I mentioned a couple of different types of dart. And today, you know, the one we're talking about, it's a dart that's put in the waist of a shirt. This happens on men's and women's clothing, but there are other darts um, like bus darts or darts in like the, you know, the waist of a pair of pants that are just triangles. And this dart that I'm talking about today is more of a diamond, okay? So the dart, oh, I guess I left the cap off my marker too long. The dart's general shape is going to be a diamond, a probably a long diamond. And it might not be equal like this. So the diamond, if you split it in half across its widest part, it's going to create two isosceles triangles. And those isosceles triangles, what makes it isosceles? Isosceles means that the two sides are the same length. But the one on top could be shorter than the one on bottom. It just, it just depends on how your body's shaped and how you want the garment to fit. But this area in here, okay, this widest part of the dart, what that is is what you want to take out. 
So if you have a flat pattern piece, okay, that you are drafting and your, let's say like your bust is 40 and your waist is 30, you, to really make that garment fitted, you can't just make it 30 around or you, you know, you can't just, you can't just make it into like a triangle, okay? You won't be able to put it on probably, probably won't fit nicely. The whole garment is going, you need to take away that difference of 10 inches in different places around the garment, not just in the side seams, okay? And that's why garments have either darts or they have the princess seams, multiple pattern pieces that go together to shape the garment. So this, what, what this distance here is, is part of the difference between the big measurement up top and the smaller measurement in the middle. Okay, I hope that makes sense. So if you have like a, you know, a shirt pattern, okay, and let's just do a sleeveless shirt pattern here, and the bust area here is 40 inches, and then down below it's, you know, you're, you're down to 30 inches, you can't just go in like a triangle and expect that to fit out of a woven, okay? Sometimes this can work with a knit, all right? What you can do is distribute that shaping to a few more places, okay? So this, so your bust measurement, let's say it's 40 inches and you need to go down to 30, but we're just gonna make a little less severe curve there, a little more reasonable looking. Oh, but the distance across here is really like, I don't know, not 30, it's 35. So we're gonna put two darts in and we're gonna take out that extra five inches, okay? Using the area in our darts, cutting out those diamonds. So, when you're, uh, someone else posted, and I'm sorry, I can't remember the name. I, I think it's a, a newer person who I'm not as familiar with. Uh, a, a picture of their scout tee. A scout tee, I think, is a pattern by Grainline Studios. And they made a muslin. And their muslin, they were getting like a lot of drag coming down from the bust area and these diagonal lines. It's like, okay. Yeah, you're going to, you know, the way that pattern is designed, it's a woven t-shirt that I believe has no darts. So the only shaping options you get with that t-shirt are with the side seams. Now, I am not saying this is a bad pattern because I designed the Easy Tee class, which is a very similar thing, but without a, a set-in sleeve. And so... When I was talking, you know, when I when I spoke about the Easy Tea class before when it was coming out and in the class, I talk a lot about fabric choice. So fabric choice totally defines the design elements that pattern makers put into their garments. And uh, the person who was making the Scout Tea, I think it was a little bit of a stiffer fabric. And my advice was, tr you need to try it out with something a bit drapier. And we also talked about how they might need a little bit more room around the hips and bum area to reduce that drag as well. But if you're making a semi-fitted garment, something that doesn't have all these darts in it and stuff, to get a nice look, you might need to be pretty particular about your fabric choice. And I recommend like a rayon chalet. Now, I'm not sure what Grainline Studio recommends for the scout team, but... This is another place where if you're a really big busted person and then you've got smaller measurements, you know, down below, like in your waist and your hips, you know, you might not like the way a shirt like that looks on you. 
you might say, I need a dart all the time. And Marty is somebody uh, who she has a very extreme difference between bust and waist and hips. She says, I always got to put a bust dart in there. And that's a, a dart on the side, which I'm not talking about today. A dart that goes from the apex of the bust into the side seam um, is one way that a bust dart can be made. So anyway, I hope that this helps. I'm really sorry that I can't see your comments. It's one of those days for Facebook Live, I guess. Um, so I apologize. I'll go back. But ZD was watching, and I'm sure if I've said anything wrong or if uh, anybody has had any questions, she's talking about this. This is a pretty broad discussion of darts. It's not an exact thing on how to draft darts for yourself, of course, but I think that sometimes these drawings of these shapes can help you to understand how patterns are drafted or maybe help you understand whenever you're looking at your next pattern why certain things are where they are, okay? So um, this... I think I'm going to leave this uh, where it is right now, these waist darts. And if you have any more questions, I'll be going back and looking in the comments uh, on the video to help you out. And once again, podcast people, I'll try to um, take some pictures and maybe make a little blog post about this. And I hope Carl's watching. So um, <laughs> anyway, it uh, that that is my little spiel about the darts. It's totally okay to be pinching things up and trying it out. If you are trying out... Uh, putting a dart in something, whether it's your muslin or whether it is your uh, your final garment, if it's something you're adding in and you're not quite sure about, okay, just try to stitch it in with sort of a long stitch and then try it on, okay? That's the best the best thing to do. Every well, every other week or so, I feel like we get questions about dress forms in the group and how do you get a dress form to perfectly be like your body or how do you uh, fit garments to yourself without a dress form or with a dress form or what dress form is the best. Honestly, ZD and I don't use a dress form to perfect fit. That always happens on the person's body. What we might use a dress form for, we might get a dress form to be approximate measurements of, you know, our ourselves, uh, the person we're sewing for, by using maybe an adjustable dress form. But getting that exact mold of your body, there's just no perfect process for it, and you change, okay? So the best thing to do is put it on yourself. Using the dress form, we'll often use that for draping. So if you do, if you have a, you know, a button-up shirt, a woven button-up shirt like Carl does, and he could put that on a dress form and sort of have the garment on something that resembles a 3D body to sort of mark these darts, see how they're hanging, make sure things are in line, that's great. But really the information that Carl should be working from are his measurements and how it looks and feels in his body. So... I know it can be hard to fit yourself. I know it can be hard to pin things on yourself, but you might need to ask a friend for help. But I think it will, just to kind of get real about a dress form a little bit here, they are not going to solve all of your problems. The dress form doesn't move either, and you need to put that garment on and move a little bit so that you know if you can do what you do in everyday life in that garment. That's a real, real thing. If you watch all, I love, I love <laughs> all the couture videos going around on Facebook that show all the tambour beading and 
uh, the design of the, you know, Chanel and Dior and everything dresses, and, and they're designing those, and they do use dress forms. But those dresses are meant to be worn down a runway and back, and that's it on a model who has been specifically chosen and uh, who has her job because she has certain measurements, okay? So the use of, I'm not, I'm not saying dress forms are completely useless, but don't see it like, oh gosh, if only I had a dress form that was perfect, I'd be able to make all my own clothes. Nope, start putting them on your body. I try on my garments like at every step. Like put on one sleeve, put it on. Put on the other sleeve, put it on. I, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I did the shoulder seams and I haven't done the side seams yet. I put on the shirt and I'm like, mm, okay, yeah, th- this is looking good. I don't need to make any alterations at this point, etc. I try on the garment at every single point. That's why we often sew in our underwear um, and wearing the shoes that we will be wearing with our garment because we're putting it on so often. Uh, same way if you're going to be wearing a certain undergarment, a certain type of undergarment under under a, a garment that you're making. You know, if you plan to wear a very structured bra underneath a garment, don't be trying it on with just a camisole on or just a sports bra or something like that. Likewise, if you plan to wear a sports bra under the garment, don't try it on with your, you know, I don't know, fancy pants, you know, push-up bra or something like that, okay? So that's important as well. Um, try to Try to try on your garments often as you're making them. Be gentle. Try not to stretch them out of shape. Okay, but there we are. Now, speaking of trying things on, uh, I think it was Erin that had a suggestion for a really fabulous challenge that I'm going to try and get. I I think I'm going to sort of like give you all a little bit of homework tomorrow and over the weekend, and we'll really get into it next week. But it's going to be the, the sort of, I don't know if this is the official name for it, but the I've been meaning to make this challenge. So everyone's going to get a little prompt tomorrow to choose a garment that they're either working on or that they've been meaning to work on, and you're going to get your stuff in gear, and we're going to work on getting it done over the next couple of weeks, uh, putting together a plan for what needs to happen for you to get your garment done. Do you need to gather supplies? Do you need to... Um, get out all your pattern pieces. Uh, do you need to cut something else out that you forgot to cut out at first? Do you need to press things because they've been wadded up in a tub for a long time? Mm, I don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I think I'm. I think the I've been meaning to make this challenge. It, it's kind of long, but I think it's pretty indicative of what we're trying to do here. And you know, it'll give me a chance to finish my Kelly Anorak, right, everybody? Um, I think maybe we can also explore the reasons that we've procrastinated on this project, whatever project it is that you have procrastinated on. And part of part of my reason for procrastinating a little bit on the Kelly Anorak is trying to find time. And also, I have this idea <laughs> for changing up the collar a little bit. And it's, um, I need to cut out another pattern piece that I had not originally traced, so I need to go back and trace it because I wasn't using the collar, I was just using the hood, and now I want to incorporate a collar and the hood, blah, 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 blah. Uh, So, you know, excuses, excuses. And life does get in the way, but sometimes it's nice to participate in a challenge that can sort of kick your butt into gear, and hopefully this um, will help us do that. So, once again, sorry that I'm not responding to your comments or saying hello like I normally do, 
But that is a little bit of the danger of using Facebook Live. Um, it's a free platform that, you know, they don't really care if it's not working exactly properly. I'll let them know. But we, um, you know, we're using their free software uh, on, on their platform. So anyway... I hope you all have a fabulous day. I hope you get something sewn today. I hope that my dart explanation didn't completely throw anybody off. And if you are not yet listening, do go and listen to Sewing Out Loud. That's the podcast that I do with ZD. Uh, we release a new episode each week, each Friday. And we talked about, we had an episode called like, darts and curved seams, where we sort of spoke in general terms about darts and curved seams, why they exist, like why you need to cut things on grain, um, you know, things like that. And if you are new to garment sewing, new to fitting a 3D body, uh, and or maybe even new to adult garment sewing, fitting a 3D body with uh, a few more curves and challenges than a child's body. That's a good episode to go and listen to. I mean, they're all good. So Sewing Out Loud is on iTunes uh, and also on our website. And I can't wait to get off of here and go look at your comments. I love you all. Hope you sew today. And I will see you tomorrow where we'll, we'll get started with the I've Been Meaning to Make This Challenge. If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes.